about this is a new message for me I never preached on this before Psalm 25 14 is a text it is uh, how we get to know the secret things as being a Christian because I have been raised as a Christian in other words I was saved at five years old my mom and dad were saved at two years old began to take me to church before I uh, could remember and so I can honestly say probably like Allison I've been in church as long as I can remember. And so we have a little bit of a problem with that. I mean, people like us, I think you probably have that too, though, Doc. Uh, so she's like third generation. And, and, but your dad, your dad was saved outright. See, so he's the first generation saved, uh, not from a... But, but we that have been in a church have heard the songs of Zion from our, our beginning of our memory. We, we have seen communion done in, from the beginning of our memory. Uh, we, have, we have heard the Word of God preached from the beginning of our memory. I was not just raised in any old church. I was raised in a fundamental independent Baptist church. I mean, we were raising good, good solid Bible-believing people. And we can take for granted, because of the familiarity of it all, because of its proximity to us, in us and around us for all these years, um, you can take for granted what God's done for you and is doing for you. It's, it's very easy to take for granted what God is doing and has done for us. And the message tonight is to help us to bump us a little bit out of that. Uh, God has many, many secrets. Science is just discovering some of the secrets of God. Not, not hard, the fact that they can use microwaves, that, they, <laughs> that was a secret. The fact that they could split an atom and there was power there, that was a secret. That, that secret was from the foundation of the world. That was not new news to God. And there's other secrets, uh, electricity and all these other things. Uh, there's been lightning since the beginning. There's been electricity. God knew about electricity before Edison ever dreamt about it. But God allowed those things to be introduced in their due season. Uh, but there are so many more secrets that he has. And I want to go over a few. Let me read a few verses that talk about it. Proverbs, uh, Psalm chapter 25, verse 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. I like that. Do you fear God tonight? That means you believe in his, uh, his uh, presence. You, you understand his presence is there at all times. A man, it would call, it's, uh, I think A.W. Tozer called it the manifest presence of God. You, you, you believe, do you believe, I know Joe. Joe, you believe God's with you when you leave here. You believe he's with you in the motel. You're going to believe he's with you when you go back. Wherever. That, that's the fear of the Lord. It's the understanding that God's everywhere all the time with you. And consequently, you're not going to go out and do something stupid. Well, you may, but if you do, you're going to immediately repent of it because you're going to know God already knows about it. And so he says, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. So if you fear God, then God has let you in on some real big secrets. 
Proverbs 3.32 says, For the forward, as the perverse, is an abomination to the Lord. But his secret is with the righteous. Now, what, who are the righteous? Those who have been born again by that blood of Christ. Because there's none righteous, no, not one. There's, we don't have one good thing in us, not one. But when God saves us, he puts the Holy Spirit in us. Boom, we got the first good thing. And he begins to build Christ in us, as I mentioned this morning, as we cooperate, then Christ is more and more built in us, and more righteousness or godliness is built within us, and we could be called, at that point, the righteous, both positionally and practically. We are the righteous. Not something to brag about, something to be humbled about. And so, but he says his secret is with the righteous. Amos, oh farmer, Amos Chapter 3, verse 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. And so I say all that because I want to go over six secret things. And don't be panicked. It's a quarter of seven. And I can guarantee you we'll be out here by 9 o'clock. The first secret I want to talk about, the first secret that belongs to the Lord uh, the secret things belong unto the Lord. Only reason anyone gets to know them is because God lets you get to know them. The creator and giver of all and his graciousness allows his creation into some of his secrets. And so I asked myself the question, uh, what secrets do the righteous or born-again folks get to know about? And the message tonight is a result of that meditation. Uh, what secrets does God allow us to know that the world is oblivious to? I think of this last election, it opened my eyes as much as ever before because I began to listen to the liberal media, which is every media, every media, it seems like, but Fox. And they just have an absolute, they know, know more as their fair coverage. That's out the window. That's out the window. No more equal coverage. And if I say something bad about them, I got to say something good about them. No, that's gone. And so the, the liberal media now has taken their gloves off. And they, have, they are telling the American people, or trying to convince the American people, of their philosophy of life. And it's interesting in listening to them how much they don't know. How dumb they are. How unenlightened they are. I mean, they are in a dark room, brother. And so the first thing, the very first secret God lets you into is how all this came about. Genesis, how the whole thing came about. Genesis 1 and 2 tells in detail how it happened, how we got here. How, how did we get to be male and female? How, how was there a time when we were in a state of perfection? yes. How God walked with Adam in the cool of the evening. It tells us the secret of, of fellow, his fellowship with Adam and Eve, his companionship with them, his harmony with them. It tells us the secret of the, of the, intelli the massive, vast intelligence of Adam. Evolution tells you we, we went from dumb to smart, but we've gone from smart to dumb. Don't you believe it? Don't you let evolution infect you? It's a lie. Man has not gone from worse to better. He's gone from better to worse. Adam named the animals. 
Well, brother, back then there were more animals than there are now. How do I know that? They find skeletons of them, and I've never seen them around. There's a whole bunch in, up in, uh, ooh, up east of Calgary, about 100 miles east of Calgary, there is a Badlands, and there is, that is the best dinosaur bone place in the world. I mean, they found whole Tyrannosaurus rexes there. I mean, they, they have a museum there that will knock your socks off. It's worth going, Troy. And I would go in the summer. But it's so sad to walk into all of that work that they've gathered all them bones, put them all together, and man, I mean, some strange-looking creatures which roamed around when Adam was here. And they don't have a clue. Millions and billions of years ago. Why don't you just tell me about Cinderella and her slipper? Brother Adam named the animals. He named them not just a name. He named them for what they looked like. It just, the names described them in some way. And uh, you had to be pretty smart to do that. By the way, it tells us that the Adam and Eve were vegetarians. I know that's, that's almost cuss words to some of you, but it also tells us they went around naked like your dog, your cat, and all the rest of the animals out there, and they didn't know it. Your dog's not ashamed of a thing. Shameless. They're shameless. Dogs are shameless. Cats are shameless. They don't, they don't care, you know, about hardly any. I mean, they just don't have art because they're, they don't have that image of God, the self-awareness. And Adam and Eve were innocent, and we didn't, wouldn't know that. We wouldn't, they walked around totally naked, didn't know it. Adam was given work to do, and Eve was given work to do. There was an authority structure. Adam was the head of all creation. Eve was to be his helpmate. Eve was to be his buddy. Eve was to be his partner. Eve was to make life better for him. And he was, in consequence, he would make life better for her. It was the first time, first mistake he made was let her go shopping, but we, we learned that also. But think about, think about the first two chapters of Genesis. The world doesn't know that. You say, well, Brother Bill, every, every second grade Sunday school young man. Well, sure, if they go to Sunday school, if they study the Bible. But you understand that you are into a secret tonight of how this world began and how it was maintained and started out in innocence. You wouldn't know that unless God let you in on it. Because the world has the opportunity to read the same book I have to read, but they won't believe it. They won't accept it. They're in disbelief. And so they miss it. They miss it because of unbelief. But because God has allowed me to have faith, and that faith has, has the Holy Spirit in me, the Holy Spirit confirms those words as true words. Accurate words. Hmm. The second huge secret we learn is how the whole thing got messed up. I mean, this world's messed up. It says in John, the whole world lies in wickedness. I'd like to tell you that this world is a wonderful place. You know, I think it was uh, Satchmo 
Satchmo. Remember Satchmo? I'm going to remember Satchmo. Come on, all you old timers. He was a trumpet player. You know Satchmo, man. He was a great trumpet player. But he sang something about there's a beautiful world. I'm thinking, man, where, where are you at? I mean, there are some beauties, th- beautiful things in this world, but the truth is, uh, this world's a tough place. T-U-F-F, tough. T-U-F-F-R-U-F-F. It's a tough and a rough place to live. Don't you go through this world thinking everything's going to go coming out roses. It's not. Um, but but God, the God gives you little moments that are beautiful. Well, we know how all that happened. Genesis chapter 3, verse 16 through 19 tells exactly how it happened. He said, unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children. That explains a whole lot about birth. And thy desire shall be to thy husband. That explains a whole lot about women's lib. And he shall rule over thee. That explains a whole lot about male chauvinist pigs. That was a joke, by the way. Don't throw take up stones to stone me. And Adam said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and unto Adam he said, excuse me, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, thou shalt not eat, thou shalt, that thou shalt not eat, cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of thy life. Mm. Thorns also and thistles shall bring forth unto thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field, and in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. Boy, I've done that. So thou return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, dust thou art, and dust thou shalt return. We learn where sin came from, don't we? Uh, we learn that there's a, a, a being called Satan. That's a secret. There's people that don't believe in Satan. They don't believe in it. Oh, come on. Well, we learn how it affects us, the end result of it, which is death and separation. It affects the animals. The Bible says the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain until now. You know, the animals are waiting to be delivered with us into the liberty of the sons of God, Romans chapter 8. The animals are in anticipation of the day when they get delivered from the curse that they didn't cause, but that they participate in because we, Adam was the head of all things, and when he went down, everything under him went. And so all of, the, all of the pain and the suffering that the animals have endured and all of the grief, that, as that's, well, someday that's going to be declared over. Now, we know that because we're born-again Christians. We're into the super secret stuff of God. God, we learn from God's heartbreak and desire to destroy the whole thing called the flood. Thirdly, we learn about war between Satan and God, that there's an ongoing war between good and evil. Right now, your flesh is warring with your spirit. It'll war with your spirit till eventually your your body gives up and dies and returns to death, and the old nature will then eventually quit warring with you. But you're not going to be totally without war until you die. We learn that from the Bible. We're into the secret of the world. Go Go over to FGCU and talk to them about that and see what they do. They'll go, wow, call 911. Let's Baker at these guys. We learn the value, the, the world does not, they don't know that there's all this dark mention. They think there's a, they, they, make up, they make up stories. They make up stories. 
and make there's a dark side and a, you know, the, the good side and bad side and a force. They try to make God into a force. You know that's all wrong. I mean, I hope you know that's all wrong. The world is absolutely ignorant. If I may say willfully ignorant, yes. Willfully ignorant, yes. Romans 1 said when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, but became vain in their imagination. A foolish heart was darkened. Man, an unsaved person, how do you walk around this place and say there's no God? How do you listen to the song of a mockingbird and say there's no God? How do you watch the squirrels put away nuts for the wintertime and, and then build their own nests and multiply over all these years and say there's no God? How do you, how do you deny the intelligence when you go into the eye doctor and he describes a little bit of what the retina looks like? Boy, we've been lied, the world's lied to. They replaced the truth with evolution. They tried to say that there's a, there's a spark of good in every person. And all it has to have is a little fanning. And that spark of good will get better. And circumstances will produce righteousness. Circumstances never produce righteousness and never could produce righteousness. It's only by the grace of Almighty God and the Holy Spirit that there's ever any righteousness. And we learn that from the Bible. That's a secret. Because if you go door to door, and many of you have for years, you know that if you say, uh, do you, are, are you, when you die, you're going to heaven. And they say, yeah. And you say, well, why are you going to heaven? They say, well, we've tried to, you know, help some people, help some old ladies across the street. Uh, we've tried to give to the poor. We've tried to do this and tried to do that. My accountant that I go to has been in counting for some, for, coming up on 35 years or so, told me the average person gives Less than $500 a year to anything. She can't believe Christians. She does the accounting for me. She does the accounting for Brother Moon. She does the accounting for Brother Barrows. And she keeps asking me, what is, what's going on? What are you giving this money to? Why do you do this? <laughs> she can't believe it. I said, because God said so. We get to do it. They, they, they don't understand. They, they, they believe lies is truth, or they don't even believe there is any truth. The newest thing by the devil is to convince them that postmodernism, that there's no real truth. Truth is fluid, and it's only true to a particular culture. And if that culture says it's true, it's true. And if it's, culture says it's not true, it's not true. There's really no solid, absolute right and wrong. And that's why you can abort uh, a million children and not, and not scream. Romans chapter 1, verse 21, 25. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, became vain in their imagination. The foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That's moranos, morons. And they changed the glory of an uncorruptible God into the image like an incorruptible man and birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts is a sign of their own bodies between themselves. I think they broke the code of the Mayan language not long ago. And one of those pyramids said on the pyramid that they had sacrificed 40,000 people in one day. You want to know why there's no more Mayans? You want to know what happened to that civilization that literally built from 
the Gulf all the way to the Pacific. I mean, there's building in, in Mexico, literally from one end to the other. Those people were advanced. They understood stonework and building and transportation. Why are they gone? Because of this. We know that. So we can say, where are the Aztecs? Where are the Mayans? Where are the, the island Indians? I forgot the name of them. Uh, where are all these big civilizations? Where did the Hittites go? Uh, where are all these? Where are the Babylonians? Where are they, the uh, Syrians? Where are the Medo-Persians? Where are all these great? Because where's Rome? Because they corrupted themselves and eventually got, they, they dishonored themselves between each other to the place God says, I can't take it anymore. And he raises up a heathen, another heathen nation to judge them and wipe them out. We know that. You know how big a secret that is? You know, there's people scratching their head. They think a disease came in and did it. No, God did it through the disease. God brought the Europeans over here and they brought in yellow fever. And these old Indians had no resistance to yellow fever at all. And it just went through them. Am I close on that, Doc? Yeah. It went right through them. Took them out. We know that. But when we hear about that, we look at that and go, because we know the Bible, because we know the secrets of God, we know that God's behind all that. And God let that happen. And in fact, God did that as part, because they were, had dishonored themselves. The place, See, men sin to the place where God can't stand it anymore. We learned that from Sodom and Gomorrah. We learned that from from before Noah, uh, that the world just gets so bad at every thought and imagination of the heart was only evil continually that God says, I can't stand it anymore. And he sends some sort of a judgment upon them. We know that because we know the Bible. God's let us know that. Fourthly, we are let in on the secret plan of salvation. You say the secret plan of salvation? Yes. How many people do you meet door to door know the plan of salvation and can recite it to you? There aren't many. All the years I've gone, all the hundreds and thousands and thousands of people that I've knocked on their door and talked to them about it, I could tell straight up and down. And they were, by the way, they were a group of religious people. I mean, they were Mormons, and they were Jehovah Witnesses, and they were Seventh-day Adventists, and they were Roman Catholic, and they were Episcopalian, and they were Presbyterian, and they were Methodist, and they were Lutheran, and they were this, and they were Church of Christ, and they were Armstrong, and they were all these other. You just can go on with a whole list. And yet very, very few of those people could under, actually had any idea what the gospel was. That Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried and rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. He died for our sins. That's the gospel. And they don't know it. But it says in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, If our gospel be hid, it's hid from them that are lost. And whom the God of this world, this is secrets now. The God of this world had blinded the minds of them that believe not. Do you realize what kind of secret you just got told? Otherwise, you wouldn't know why they didn't believe. Why don't they believe? Why don't they see it? Why, is, why aren't they responding? It says here a secret. Because the devil's out there actively blinding them. I mean, who in the, who in the world would really believe evolution's true? Most of the scientists of, of the world... <laughs> Do 
I like where Peter says, the, 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 the plan of salvation, by the way, was known before the foundation of the world, twice in the Bible. 1 Peter 1.20 says, Who verily foreordained before the foundation of the world was manifest in these last times for you. Ephesians 1.4 says, Accordingly, he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. God sent his own son to take upon our sins to satisfy the justice of God, honestly to pay for our sins, to redeem us who placed their faith in Christ and Christ alone, who that eventually would be restored in our relationship with God. God would be reconciled to us and we'd be reconciled to God. Then to indwell us with the Holy Spirit, make us his children, put our name in the Lamb's book of life, begin to build a place for us to dwell in after we leave this old world. Give us a body like unto his glorious body. Woo! Doggies, there's a lot of good things waiting for the Christian. That's a secret the world does not know. They don't know it. They wonder why we come to church so much. They don't get it. They're blind. They don't get it. You got the secret. You know why. Fifthly, we get to know what pleases God. The Bible tells you a whole array of things that please God. From the book of Romans all the way to the book of Jude, Tells you how to live the Christian life. Romans to Jude tells you how to live the Christian life. Step by step. It tells you how to live the Christian life. Tells you what righteousness is. Tells you what holiness is. Tells you what living for Jesus is. Tells you what to avoid. Uh, tells you what to pursue. Uh, what is right and what is wrong. That's a secret. I hate to say <laughs> I hate to say it, but a lot of Christians are ignorant of that because they don't read Romans to Jude or they won't listen to Romans to Jude so God can help them. Lastly, we get to know the thing. Oh, this is my, my favorite. I saved the best for last. We get to know things to come. Ooh, we get to know things to come. John chapter 16, verse 13. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. This is a massive secret. We know how the world's going to end. <laughs> I mean, I, who am I that I'd get to know this stuff? Who am I? Little Billy. Little Sweet Billy, by the way. Nicknamed Sweet Willie by the people who work with him. Who in the world? How do I get to know how the world's going to end? I pillow my head tonight, and I don't have one little doubt of how the world's going to end. You know there's people out there. There's Hollywood people out there. There's, there's authors out there writing books on how the world's going to end. Most of you, I could probably do a quiz here on how many ways that you have heard a, a post, postulated is a good one, a, a, a postulated, a, post, a postulated guess how the world's going to end. Why? You know the favorite one, a meteor. A big rock coming through space going to destroy the whole place. That's how the dinosaurs died. Duh. 
Where do you get that? They don't know that. There's no, they're not evidence to that. How about the flood? Well, anyway. Um, like they're buried in mud, fast enough and quick enough that their, even their flesh was preserved. Now, if you kill an animal, lay him out on the ground in Florida, the buzzards will get him within. In fact, if you die, if you're jogging, if you're jogging like my wife, Kathy, you here tonight? That's what I did this afternoon. I showed him how you jog. If you have the big one and drop over in a fire ant mound, and nobody finds you for two days, there'll be nothing but bone, and it'll be clean. Because what the vultures don't eat, the fire ants will clean up real good. And you tell me a dinosaur drops up in the Badlands up there off of Calgary, and I cannot remember the name of the little city of 100 miles east of Calgary. How many here from Canada? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Um, they have the skin of dinosaurs. The skin, they know what the skin looks like. Now, they've been wanting to find that out for a long time. Now, how fast do you have to preserve something to keep the skin? That means it may, hey, it could have been a flood. The pressure, the mud, the lack of oxygen under the mud, the pressure, it made an impress of the skin, and they, now they got that. They, you want to go up there and see it. It's beautiful. By the way, the skin of a dinosaur looks like the skin of an elephant. Very similar. Very similar. Makes sense. And so, the rise of the Antichrist, we know how that's going to happen. We know there's going to be a rapture of the church. We know that, this, that Jesus Christ is coming to set his feet upon the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives is going to split north to south and are going to create water coming out of it, going one to the Mediterranean, one to the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is going to become alive, and they're going to catch fish in the Dead Sea again because the water is coming out of that mountain is going to make it alive again. We know all that. That's the secret of God. When I was, I stayed, my wife and I stayed on the Mount of Olives for five days, called the Seven Arches Motel, right on top of the Mount of Olives. On one side, you can see Bethlehem, Jerusalem. And, but, but you know what excited me about staying on the Mount of Olives? Maybe today he'd come back. I used to go outside and go, well, I guess the rapture hadn't happened, a few other theological problems, but... He was going to set his feet on the place I walked. I have walked in the area that Jesus himself is going to come and stand. It's going to split open. Woo, doggies. We are, we are let in on these secrets. We know how the oldest, we know how this world's going to be destroyed. It's going to be destroyed by fire. The elements will burn with fervent heat, the Bible says. The word element means the most base part. It's going to be the atoms are going to split, and the molecules are going to split, and the energy is going to be released, hydrogen, oxygen, fairly flammable, and water, and, and he's going to light it and torch it all, and it's all going to burn up, and God's going to create a brand new heaven and a brand new earth. We know that because we're born again, and he's let us know his secrets. Boy, now, just because you've been raised in the church, don't take that for granted. 
Don't you take what I'm talking about here for, oh, hey, our elementary Sunday school kids know what you're talking about. Well, they may, but it's only because God's let them in on some super secrets. Yeah. And we're gonna, we know about there's going to be a new Jerusalem. And we know it's going to be 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles. We know the wall is going to be 283 feet high. We know there's going to be the names of the apostles in that thing and the names of the 12 tribes in that thing. We know there's going to be gates, and they're going to be made out of one mother of pearl. You know what mother of pearl looks like, right? One huge mother of pearl is going to be each gate, one pearl for each gate. You, you, you people that are into glitz, you're going to love the New Jerusalem. The streets are going to be pure gold, almost like transparent. There's going to be, th- there's going to be stuff, and, and there'll be no night there. And, and, the, and, and we children of God, and I believe this the Bible tells us this secret, is we're going to be given some of the light that God is, and we're going to have our own light. You're going to go into a room, and it'll light up because you're in it. The angels, it happens to already. We know biblically it's already happened. Jesus, when the Mount, Matthew 17, that's what happened to him. As, as, a, as a brightness of the sun, hmm. we know that the final defeat of the old devil, I'm glad to know that. I'm, I, I get to know as a born-again Christian, you get to know the way the devil's going, finally going to be cast into the lake of fire. Not anymore to bother anybody. We know these massive secrets are so true. The secret things belong unto the children of Israel. Psalm 25, 14, the secret of the Lord is with them to fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Now, are you a born-again believer here tonight? God's given you all these secrets because he says, let not your heart be troubled. Quit being troubled. Quit being troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That's a secret. And those loved ones that you had to say goodbye and put in the ground, they're not there. The ones that are born again are in heaven by the grace of God. With all those good things that God has told us by him. Well, I just wanted to mention. You may have been raised in the church. You see, I've been raised in the church. I've been raised. These, I've been teethed on these truths. I was teethed. You know, you, with teethed, you know, when you get. Uh, I've been teethed on these truths. From a child, I have known the Holy Scriptures. Which are able to make you wise. Wiser than the professors at Gulf Coast University in the science department. (laughs) I can tell you that. Wiser than them. Father, help us tonight. Thank you for the word of God that we get to know these things. We, we We don't in any way have any pride or arrogance about it. We were humbled that we get to know these kind of things. Help us to share it, though. Help us not keep it to ourselves. Man, help us to go around telling everybody there's a better way. There's a, what you believe is not so. Jesus died for your sins. You can be saved. Thank you for Brother Joe who comes around and may his offering be good tonight. And may you help him be encouraged by coming by gospel. 
Father, help us to treat him as if Jesus came to us tonight. Father, we just thank you. There may be some in this room that don't know what it is to be saved, don't know what it is about these secrets. You have lots of unbelief and lots of blindness. Why don't you come to Jesus and lay those things down at the cross and say, Lord, help me. I believe, help thou my unbelief. Oh, dear one, don't you let the devil pull you off of this. Don't you let him. Submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Keep submitting yourself to God. And all the things that were mentioned tonight, your eyes will behold. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's stand together. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida. Also, you could call the church office at 239-947-1285. Thank you, and God bless.